0: wakey wakey eggs and bakey welcome back to pm and the am a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages the show designed to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening each week we take a deep dive into ridiculous topics found on the internet some crazy questions debates and drafts uh usually what's on the show my name is porter mcneely i'm joined by co-host blake bushman as we strive to bring you a half hour of humor, Blake, what was your rating of in my intro and how are you doing this week? Uh, it wasn't my favorite intro that you've done. Waking Dang it. Eggs and Blakey is still my favorite. But the, uh, the engine starting up was good. <laughs> it was a chainsaw. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Okay, so it doesn't fit anything with what we're doing on the show. So I was a little confused there. But, I mean, kudos to your creativity. I did not see the chainsaw intro coming. It definitely made, uh... A splash. Well, it was a way to start the show. <laughs> That's what I was going for, you know. It's always like you know you have the intro that week, and it's, it's kind of like weighing on my mind. And I'm trying to think of something that starts with like mm-hmm. a W noise, you know, and then it could relate. And I didn't. And so right before I prepared, Blake gave me some words of wisdom. You know, Blake's always got the best advice. We do a whole segment around that, and he said, just let it come naturally. And man, I should not have listened. Chainsaws were on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I could think of. It's kind of like a W. I've never done a chainsaw noise in my life before. So to just, you know, first try, come rip it out on the show. You know, I not mean, a strong suit. It was impressive for a first time chainsaw noise. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that much. Really, the advice that I should have given you is don't spend all week having this thing weigh on your mind go back and listen to any of the intros i've done you can tell that the first time i thought about that intro was as we hit record <laughs> that was that is right when i start thinking about it that's when i to have to figure out what i'm going to do and what i'm going to say it usually goes oh i mean we usually get a show out and so that's what's important <laughs> it Not it starts off well it's about how you finish and that's why we've got some great stuff coming up today we are going to be doing a listener submitted question that's going to be great We've got some would you rather questions that we have custom designed so you know there's going to be some laughs in there. You know they're going to be awesome. I'm really excited for that. And then we are drafting. We are making another bracket. And this week we have the bracket of things you would recommend doing to someone that you don't necessarily like. So, you know, maybe you don't really get along with this person or they kind of annoy you. They come ask you, hey, I need a recommendation of what I should go do this weekend or what I do should do with my life. Me and Blake have some expert topic or expert advice. We've got some uh, great draft picks coming up and it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I mean, you made it there. Hopefully it goes over better than the uh, explanation, but as people listen, I think they'll figure out what's going on. So in my defense, that was a hard one to explain, Blake. But before we get into the show coming up today, I do want to bring something up, Blake, and that is... We have a blue checkmark account now. Following us on Instagram at PM and the AM podcast. If you're not, and it was a pretty exciting week for me, and that is because the delicious Fazoli's Italian restaurant hit us up with that follow. Like, how do you how do you feel about us? You know, growing so much in the Italian fast food I mean, industry. I mean, our Italian fast food representation. I mean, it's just off the charts. I never expected we'd make. When you started off that sentence by saying we got a blue checkmark, I was like, whoa, hey, <laughs> my. Is this the first time I'm hearing about this? I was was surprised. And they they followed us, which makes a lot more sense. Because I did hear that Fazolis followed us. Um, When I saw that camp come through, I was was pretty surprised. The only memory I really have of Fazolis, and maybe I shouldn't say that, you know, Fazolis, if you're listening now, I'm sure I would love you. Because the only memory I have of Fazolis, and I think I told you this, was that growing up, I did not like Fazolis. I could not stand it. And it was for no reason other than the fact that it was like my sister's favorite place to go. And had you t- asked me why I didn't like it back then, I would have just said the food was bad. I didn't, li- you know, there was nothing I liked on the menu. But now that I'm older and I, I realized that it was just, just to spite my sister. <laughs> so that anytime she wanted to go there for her birthday or whatever it was, I had to throw a fit. And I don't know if anything ever really came of that, but that's really my memory of Fazoli. So please come back so I can try you again uh, now that I have a head on my shoulders. And maybe I'll see what my sisters, what all the fuss was about. <laughs> exactly. I love Fazoli's. You know, the best, all the smart people, we loved Fazoli's. It was a great, like fast food, you know, that fast, but delicious Italian food with breadsticks coming around your table at all times. They haven't been in Utah in like 10 plus years. And so I just remember... Being sad that they moved away, and so to get them to follow us back, you know, I was commenting on all their posts. I was just showing how much of a fan I am, and and hopefully at some point this podcast gets big enough that we can actually buy the franchise and bring that sucker back to Utah. That would be pretty sweet. I mean, the puzzoli sponsor is right around the corner, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. use code PM in the AM uh, on your online orders one day. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean they don't have any locations close to us, so uh, probably not the best partnership idea yet. But we're working on it. We're going to get there. All right, Blake. So we got a listener submitted question this week, and it says, what is your worst dad joke? So I don't know how you're going to interpret this. Hopefully, this is Mm -hmm. uh, listener appropriate. I guess we'll have to see what you're thinking here by the uh, terminology worst. Oh yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. I think when the g- general person says the worst dad joke, what they really mean is the best dad joke because that's kind of the point. And all dad jokes, I believe, are great. You're right. I mean, I don't always tell dad jokes, but when I do, he laughs. How did you? That, okay, I gotta give you credit there. You worked <laughs> right into that. Wow, like that was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed by your setup there. That was some dedication. Uh, I mean, wow. <laughs> an excellent job. That that's my favorite one. It's it's a it's a classic. <laughs> and Dang. I mean, it just it just so happened to fit in right perfectly with the conversation. I knew it was time to to lay it in. So you're welcome. Use it use it anytime. That's great. And that's simple <laughs> to remember, you know, that's gonna be what I have to whip out at some point. All right, Blake. You ready to hear mine? Absolutely, I'm not gonna do a riddle on you like you just did a minute. All right, it says I told my wife that she looks like she's seven hundred and sixty-three thousand nine hundred and forty-one point nine four pounds because that's a million bucks in American. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I don't recommend actually saying that to your wife. Uh, my, it probably will not go over well. Uh, <laughs> if anybody does though, let us know how it goes. Hey, I, I think it's a good joke. I mean. Calling somebody a million bucks—what could get better? You know, that's kind of the thing people generally try to strive for. That's like a number mm-hmm. that you want to achieve. So, I think it's a great compliment overall. Yeah, if you're in England, I mean, that's probably like really, really good. Do Wait, they why use... would it be? Why would it be better in England? Because that's where pounds are money. Did you not uh, even understand okay. the joke? Uh, okay, no, no, <laughs> now when you said it... Blake, you thought I was just going to be calling people like the weight of like I, I thought you would. If you took a million dollars of of a million U.S. dollars oh. and put it on a scale, that's what it would weigh. <laughs> I mean, maybe I was. I thought I was referring to, uh, and obviously uh, I didn't draft this joke on myself. I'm not from the U.K., but mm. uh, shout out to whoever put this joke on uh, Reddit. I assume that is the currency translation and not... No, yeah. Now that you, that you say it, a million dollars on a scale. Now that you say it, that makes that makes way more sense than putting a bunch of money on a scale. Uh, And it would probably go over better than I had anticipated. (laughs) So, Speaking of British money, and this, you know, will go probably into more than just that. I have no idea how money over there works. Because it feels like there's a million different kinds of money. And maybe you have a better idea of what's going on. Or if, if there's a listener out there that can explain this to me, I need help. Because what is the difference between so there's they have pounds and i know pounds and euros are like different different types of money so i got that much figured out but then they also have quid and pence and uh what's what's another one they got of it? they got like 14 different things names of money and is it all shillings like what what <laughs> Yeah, are not talking ones? about Robin Hood stealing shillings from the rich and giving it to the poor. I think Do that they... I think that is now gone. <laughs> Do they not don't... shillings anymore? Shillings are what about out. <laughs> what about Toppins? Got to get some Toppins for Poppins. Isn't that something? I'm telling you, they got too many. I can't keep track of it. I, I think the only two that actually exist is the euro and the pound. I don't think no quid quid. No quid. Pence quid and pence uh, that sounds say, like a band name that doesn't sound like with <laughs> they say in movies all the time like oh hey chap that'll be 14 quid oh <laughs> i only have three pence like i what's the conversion ratio yeah i have no idea what the conversion ratio is obviously because i didn't even know those were real currents i think you're thinking of you know back when Mm-mm. We were talking about like the gold coins. I think you're, I think those movies you're watching are set in like 1805. No, those are doubloons. <laughs> those are totally different. <laughs> that's, a, that's from Pirate Plunder. You're getting completely off subject. <laughs> Don't believe it. Somebody please help I was really hoping Porter was going to have a better idea of what, what Quid and Pence and Uh, shillings I'm certain those are still around I I don't know it doesn't sound real to me but you're talking to somebody with very little European knowledge and I'd kind of like to keep it that way (laughs) sir all right (laughs) all right there we got a couple of our worst dad jokes turns out they're pretty good turns out Blake was imagining one million one dollar bills sitting on a scale Uh, so yeah I imagined all the money on one side of the scale and it was the the two-tier thing and then somebody's wife on the other side and they were saying that ooh, You're talking like the pendulum scale. Ouch. <laughs> no, you were just thinking rude. I was just giving it no. a delightful compliment. That's where we're different. We are not the same, Blake. All right, would you like to hear my first would you rather question, Blake? Do you think yeah, we are ready? Let's get into it. All right. So I've got some uh, delightful ones for you today. And first we have, would you rather be insulted by Gordon Ramsay every time you make a meal or go completely vegan? Okay, well, this is I'm na- I'm not na- not going vegan. I I can't do it. And there's a good side to the Gordon Ramsay. I likely will end up becoming a better chef. I you mean, think if, so if he calls me an idiot sandwich every time I I uh, put the oil in the pan sandwich. when it's too hot, he, like I'm I'm not gonna do that anymore. And I'm gonna become a better. I'm gonna be putting. I don't know what he does. Like milk in his eggs and takes it off the heat and put it back on. If if he's yelling at me to do all those things. It will be incredibly stressful, but come a point in time, I will be as good a chef as Gordon Ramsay, because I'll have a one-on-one tutor. Having Gordon Ramsay around you know, would be cool, regardless of the idiot sandwich Mm -hmm. and the other insults that are just so belittling to the people on that show. I guess you have some good logic there, because I guess they probably do turn out to be better chefs at the end of the show, or otherwise wouldn't this whole show basically have been pointless yeah i mean it's either that or they quit so i mean (laughs) it it was make it or break it i guess you've got two options make it or become vegan (laughs) and i will i will not become vegan. i don't have the willpower to do that i like eating too much to make it miserable so i can't do it no that's a great choice i think There's only one way to go on that. And I I mean I respect everybody that does choose to be vegan. Personally, I'd rather get yelled at. I think it would kinda become kinda a little bit of a game, you know, you're like, Oh, look at me pouring the ingredients in the wrong way. (laughs) Oh, look at me using the, the whisk to do a spatula job and just getting absolutely belittled every time just, he's such a cooking just instrument. <laughs> to see how often he, like, how mad you can get him. Oh, yeah. he's 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 that mad at like professional chefs. Imagine he comes into your kitchen and sees what we're doing. I mean, he, he's gonna absolutely just have an aneurysm. So I think it's gonna be, be like. Do you ever see the show where he would like go to a restaurant that was a nightmare, <laughs> and there's just like rats running around and stuff and oh, all? Yeah. That's yeah. what that would be like in in my case. But yeah, there's the, there's the first one. I knew there wasn't going to be quite as much discussion on that one because I kind of had a feeling you weren't going to want to go vegan, so no, it was just no. kind of a funny one to get us warmed up. This one that I have for you will probably have a little bit more conversation. That's just because you kind of have to explore the possibilities, but would you rather be able to turn sand into water or air into sand? I just feel like this is a hard question because I don't like sand. Yeah, no, me neither. That's kind of why I wanted to talk about this one. Because, I mean, and this is the way I see it while, while you're thinking about it, because I've had a little bit more time with this question in front of me. Obviously, I feel like sand into water is the better option. Strictly based off of, I hate sand. You go to the beach, you're sandy. Oh, no more sand because it's all just water. You dry off and you're good to go. You also have to be around sand for that to be helpful. Air is everywhere. You see somebody you don't like. Boom. Pockets full of sand. I mean, I was could, thinking lungs full of sand. <laughs> I mean, you could kill a bunch of people with the item A. Yeah. I mean, if you want to turn sand into water, uh, you could just absolutely demolish anywhere near a desert. <laughs> I didn't think of the lethalness of both of these options. Yeah. But I personally, I have to take the sand into water because think about how nice that'd be. You just, the worst part is you're like walking off the beach, you know, Your feet are just covered in sand. You just turn that to water real quick. You get a nice foot rinse, a little foot shower, and you're on your way. You don't even have to think about it. You're not stepping onto the sidewalk and having those sand things dig into your feet. So I'm taking that one 100%. No questions asked. I don't really personally see that I could use the air into sand that much. So. I'll go with sand and water. I think I'm taking the other one. I just want to be able to use it all the time. We live in Utah. We're not around sand all that often. I don't even like going to the beach. That is one of the reasons, so maybe I would enjoy it more. If I can make other people's lives just slightly more annoying, like if their socks get full of sand and pockets full of sand and, you know, they open up their car door, oh, full of sand. It's so rude, man. I think I could have some fun with it and uh, the possibilities, I think I'll just keep finding more and more things I can do with it. So I'm taking that one. Blake just opens it the company it's like rent a beach and he just breathes sand everywhere all right you get sand <laughs> stockings full of sand at christmas time in the uh, bushman household all right would you rather have to angrily object at every wedding you go to for the rest of your life you must go to everyone you're invited to and they'll have no idea beforehand that you're going to object or take a selfie with the deceased person at every funeral you go to with the same rules from the last one applying <laughs> This is the best would you rather question we've ever had. Oh, man. Here's a, <laughs> I'm going to take this one step at a time. Would I rather go to a wedding or to a funeral? Um, I don't know. I feel like a funeral, I can at least just duck in, take my picture, and get out of there. With a wedding, I feel like I have to be there all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after you objected. Yeah, if I'm objecting, I have to be at the actual ceremony. Which, just, those are the worst, guys. It could be somebody I really care about. And I, you know, I didn't even want to go to my own wedding. Like, they're just not fun. Well, you shouldn't <laughs> have said that, Blake. <laughs> no, my wedding, the, the after party was great. Like, the ceremony, we were out in the heat. It was hot. You know, I was, you know, I've had, I've had more fun, let's say. <laughs> let's say that. So with that, I'm going to take uh, the funerals. I'm going to get in, take a quick picture with Grandma and run out of there i also feel like i'm invited to less funerals they don't send out invitations to those so uh i'm just gonna avoid talking to anybody who i know had a family member pass away i mean that's brutal though can you imagine just going down the line you talk to the family members you say you're i really enjoyed this person's company this was a great role model for me you, you know you say your compliments hopefully you, get, you guys are doing well in this hard time and then you just post up with a peace sign later Selfie, catch you on the other side, catch you on the flip. <laughs> That's horrible, and I just can't even imagine like the reaction of the you know distraught family. Yeah, I, I think mean, I'm leaning more towards weddings myself. Yeah, but I feel like with a wedding, then you're then you're ruining that couple's day, and you you're likely not going to object. How many weddings can you really have a problem with? I haven't been to a single one that anybody's <laughs> objected. So first of all, either way, you're getting talked about poorly. <laughs> you're, you're getting. She's like, oh, you can't believe that? I you're going to get kicked off the funeral list. So instead that's, of going to the wedding and funeral, you're just going to go to the that's wedding. That's great. Kick me off the funeral list. That's fantastic. <laughs> but instead, you're going in. That uh, bride and groom, are they're going to resent you for years because of that. Guess who's not going to resent me for years? The dead person, because they're not going to know. But the family might not be a huge fan, but. Once they get past the trauma of deceased family member, they probably won't even remember. I took a picture with them. That's good logic, and uh, I really can't wait to see your selfie album one day. You know that's <laughs> gonna be real entertaining. It's <laughs> got a photo book. You should click with the ones I've lost. Uh, we're gonna have to make that into a punishment. Uh, we used to do those for if you lost the bracket. Next punishment. Yikes. Next funeral, go to. Yeah, to take a picture with the casket. That's uh, cold. I mean, don't get a job as the mortuary guy because that's going to be real awkward. <laughs> Can you get a plane <laughs> out on the table though before anybody's there? Oh man, no, that's twisted. Away. You got to be—they got to be fully in the casket. That's all. That's the only respectable way. And you got to do it in front of the family. If you're doing it behind closed doors, uh, that's creepy. No, you got in other the middle, issues. Middle in the middle of Amazing Grace, stand up, go take your picture. <laughs> Amazing, you know, you're singing in it too. You're like <laughs> Amazing Grace selfie. <laughs> Well, I guess is the last time we used this mortuary. Imagine those one-star reviews coming rolling in. That's that's rough. All right, I'll get I'll get into my next one here. All right, so for this question, you're going to be locked in a room full of spiders. Would that's you rather- You have to be in there for. 24 hours. Would you rather have the lights on or the lights off? I don't understand why I'd have to be locked in a room full of spiders because I feel kind of sick thinking about it. Would you rather have the lights on and be able to see all of them or uh, yeah, have the I'm... lights off and you just feel them crawling? No. It, I want to have the lights on, one shoe off, shoe in my hand, and I am just going to town just absolutely flattening spiders because no. I'm actually not scared of spiders, so... You don't... It, it does feel sickening to feel like with the lights okay. off to imagine them crawling on me. Disgusting. All right, so let's change this question just for you. A uh, room full of snakes. I can't even think about that, dude. I just about passed out. The other day, we were uh, up in the mountains with my wife's family, and we saw like a just like a snake that had been run over. Thankfully. I mean, shout out to that human being that ran it over. You did a nice service to the world, but the thing was still like wriggling around and stuff. It was absolutely terrifying, and I just saw one. So now trying to put myself in a room full of them. I think I got to go, Ah, uh, I got to go lights on, dude. I have to. I can't be, not be seeing what's going on. I feel like just feeling it, like them crawl or slither around you is slither. way worse than seeing it. Like seeing it is because you can see how many there are. But when the lights are off, it's pitch black and you can just feel every little thing. You're going to be seeing off. things that aren't even there. So stop, I, I got to go with you on the lights. <laughs> yeah, There's no shot. I want the lights off. That's I mean, if it was like a 75, 25% chance that they weren't snakes, it was like spaghetti noodles. Potentially that would change my answer. You know, I don't know, like 50, 50 chance. Maybe it's snakes or <laughs> maybe it's, it's spaghetti noodles. But yeah, I'm taking the lights on. I, I There's no, no way. All right. Are you ready for your last one today, Blake? Let's do it. Would you rather? have to bring up politics every time you have a conversation and take the opposing side or have to ask everyone you talk to their salary and laugh and say that low every time. You know what? Uh, here's the thing. I can't stand talking about politics. There's nothing that drives me more crazy than people who make their entire personality about politics. Like anything they post on social media, oh, it's politics. I can't stand it. it drives me up the wall. And if that became my personality, was just talking about politics to everybody, it would be awful. And then if I have to go against it, I mean, I'm going to be just arguing with everybody. I'm going to have just no members of your family. Boom, they're gone. Friends, oh, they're out of there. Like you're going to be, yeah. it's going to be a rough life. And So bad that I don't even remember what the other one is, but I'm taking it because I'm yeah. politics. Yeah. Here comes Blake and he's going to uh, bring up something uncomfortable. The other oh, one was yeah. you have to ask everybody their salary. Oh yeah. And make fun of them. And it. say, yeah, that low. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not going to be a good time. Let's, let's get that out front. Your people are going to think you're rude, but at the same time, maybe you'll be uh, inviting them to go ask for a raise because maybe they'll be like, oh, I didn't realize I was undercompensated. And so really, I'm going to be helping them out. The next time I talk to them, instead of it being, oh, hey, look, there's the guy who disagrees with my political opinion. It's going to be like, oh, hey, there's the guy that motivated me to go ask my boss for a raise. There's the guy that had the audacity to tell me that I didn't make enough money and scoffed and laughed at me. Yeah, I'm kind of imagining the politics one. and, And, you know, when you think about somebody that brings it up in every conversation. I'm probably thinking of like the uh, CNN people and like you know the news people in general. Imagine one of those like political news channels. You meet one of those people, and probably the first thing they're going to bring up is politics, and it's probably going to be terrible. You're right. Yeah. So I might yeah. be asking salaries myself, and uh, when they they go, oh, "What do you make?" and then I make like 30 times lower than them, they're just going to be confused <laughs> at why. <laughs> they like to call their salary low. <laughs> like, oh, what do you make? Oh, I, you know, I'll make uh, one hundred eighty thousand a year. Because then it's just sarcastic at that point. point. Like you're just yeah. like they obviously are making a crap ton of money, and you're just be like, oh man, you're only making that much. So then you're kind of like the funny guy. So I feel like you yeah. can get away with it. It's really going to be a problem. Somebody's like, oh, I have 15,000 or whatever. They're like, I'm really struggling in life. Uh, I'm only getting like 15K, yeah. That low? Oh, yeah, that's bad news. Yeah, I feel like you have to take it, though. All right, I'll give you my last one. Would you rather scream at full volume whenever you speak or run at full speed whenever you travel by foot? (laughs) This is easy for me. I hate walking slow. (laughs) There are times when I'd like get to get to school like at college I wouldn't even be late for the class but I just knew I was like far away from the I had to park kind of far away and I would be like yeah why don't I just jog like I didn't go at full speed but I'd be like why don't I just jog like I'm so bored walking right now so I'd just kind of like throw my backpack over a shoulder and just kind of like take off for a minute so and you like are... the grocery store if I could be sprinting around just <laughs> dumping things into the cart, I could be out of there so much faster I am definitely yeah. I'm a fast walker I like to get places. I'm definitely taking Sprint. No, I mean, I respect it. You are going to be absolutely winded whenever you get somewhere, though. The thing that's going to be the real problem is that, like, you're going to be laying in your bed and want to go get a drink. You're going to have to get up out of bed and just start sprinting down the hallway. (laughs) But I'll be back in bed in, like, (laughs) 0.4 seconds, that's the thing. Think about, like, how much more optimized your life would be if instead of, like, debating in your head, like, oh, I got to get out of bed, I'm like, I'll just get out of bed real quick. Boom, boom, I'm back. I'm like the Flash, man. Th- I'm everywhere. I think you're severely underestimating the full sprint everywhere you go. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the full sprint's going to be tough. You're the most efficient worker. You know, you're going to go in for a job interview and you're going to run into the room sprinting and be like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm <laughs> bored. i mean, you kind of literally are like, besides like when I get to my job, you're literally describing my day-to-day work. I I uh, am a delivery driver and I, I'm not kidding. I... I go pretty close to full speed sometimes. I'm trying to hurry, man. I'm running those packages up. You can see me with a trampoline on my back, sprinting. It so, might take me over, but I'm gonna get it there quick. I mean, I guess that's good for you. Then I'm gonna take the other one. I hate running. I don't want to run anywhere. If I could choose to, I mean, I, I don't like walking slow either. Let's make that clear. Can't stand it when I'm stuck behind somebody because I got long legs. You know, I got some long strides. But a full out sprint is uh, it's not in my wheelhouse. I'll. I'll get about 15 feet and I'll be like, all right, I should have taken my talking. loud." (laughs) So I will take talking at full volume. I already talk pretty loud. at Like I, if you asked most people, they'd be like, oh yeah, Blake, the guy who talks full volume. Anytime he talks, like, I don't know. We were at dinner like two weeks ago and Blake was saying something wild, just something out of pocket. I don't remember what it was, but it was something kind of disturbing. And he was screaming it, and I'm sitting there like, dude, like you have no yeah. volume like meter. You yeah. just go all out, and we're sitting by like ten old people. Yeah. And I don't remember what you said, but you already do that. So this you design that question for yourself. Yeah. It uh. Here's the thing. I remember that happening. I w- I was there. Ob- obviously, the story was about me. But to me, I'm not talking loud, and I don't know if it's a thing because you know I always had to talk loud so my dad could hear me. Things like that. So maybe it's just as like baked into who I am because I don't realize that I'm doing it. But just throughout every period of my life, it's always been, Blake, we're in the same room. You don't have to, you don't have to yell. <laughs> Get up. I, I can hear you just fine. It's it's always been that way. I don't imagine it will change anytime soon. I think on the podcast audio, I'm always a little quieter because my audio just, just constantly getting clipped. It's just, <laughs> yeah. when you go through it, and do the editing it's just like oh man we gotta quiet this guy down so it just drops me all the way down so if you hear me being quiet that is probably why it's because i maxed out what our microphone is capable honestly especially when you did that howler monkey scream but that was like the perfect question designed for us it was like one was perfect for you because you already do it (laughs) one <laughs> was perfect for me because, I mean, if it was jog everywhere, it'd be a lot more perfect. But, you know, I'll take sprint and I will become an absolute unit of an athlete. Yeah, that's All good right. point. We covered some good topics there. We will be right back after a brief ad with our things you would recommend doing to somebody you don't like bracket. So stay tuned. With warmer temperatures approaching, there is no better way to cool off than with some authentic Brazilian acai from Bahaka Acai. I lived in Brazil for two years and I fell in love with acai, but when I came back to the US, I was pretty disappointed with the quality of the options here. That is until I found Bahaca Acai, which tastes exactly like what they serve in Brazil. Because that's exactly what it is. Imported from Brazil and delivered to your doorstep, it is the best treat for summer months. Whether you want it as a healthier alternative to ice cream, or covered in sweet condensed milk like I do, acai is a superfood that is super delicious. If you're interested, visit their Instagram at Bahaka that's B-A-H-A-K-A-A-C-A-I, and send them a DM and let them know that PM and the AM sent you. And we are back with another Morning Drive Madness debate segment where we are going to be breaking down a topic, drafting four selections for our team. Like previously mentioned, we have things you would recommend doing to people you don't necessarily like. And, you know, we're saying like uh, things you could go do, not like such negative things that you you possibly could have thought of there. So it should be a pretty fun draft. Yeah, the way I took it is basically because you want to, rec- I mean, you can't recommend like, oh, hey, go to the DMV. Like, you know, that's not really a recommendation. It has to be things that seem like they should be enjoyable. Or seems like it would be a good idea, but in reality, it's not. That's how I took it. And really, what it came down to is just things that I don't enjoy. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how this <laughs> goes. <laughs> yeah, basically, like a things you don't enjoy bracket. I didn't even think about describing it like that, but that was good. All right, Blake, I have the first pick this week, and I think this one's kind of a a double. Is it double entendre? Is that the word I'm looking for? That is a thing. I don't know what it is. Okay, I know it is a thing. I, like, I have no it's... idea what it means, but it feels like this is the right. And with the number one overall pick I am taking, you tell them to take a hike because not only is it like kind of like a a little offensive, you know, be like, hey, take a hike. But it also, depending on the hike, if you're just doing a loop where you don't get to some specific destination, it can be one of the uh, most frustrating things for me. If you're just, you know, hiking something random, you're not going to see something specific. I don't generally like hikes. And so that's why I'll uh, take that as the number one overall pick. I will have to disagree with you because I I do enjoy hiking quite a bit. I mean, a loop hike to me is great because I don't have to see the same things twice. You go up, you go back. It's all new the whole time. It's fantastic. So I enjoy a loop. The hikes that I don't like are the no-destination hikes where it's just you have a a 20-mile trail, and you're like, oh, let's just go walk up five miles and come back. That's not mind blowing blowing. I'll give it to you on that one. I do enjoy hiking, though, so... But I It think, could have been, like, a worse activity, but yeah, double but entendre. I think that uh, you you will probably disagree with my my next pick because I'm going to take ice skating. Uh, I, I don't disagree with that. That's a terrible I, activity. I hate ice skating. I mean, there is a chance. I've, I'm telling somebody I don't like to go ice skating. There's a chance they're going to get hurt, which, to me, bonus. And ice skating, it seems like it should be fun. You know, the movies make it, like, oh, how romantic. They're holding hands and you know, on razor blades going around ice. If I was meant to have blades on my feet, I would have been made that way. If I tried holding my hands with my wife and going ice skating, she would lose an arm. It would <laughs> it would not end well. So uh, I'm going to have to tell them to go ice skating, and fingers crossed they get injured. The thing about ice skating for me is, number one, it's just like bowling shoes. You're putting your feet in something disgusting where they maybe are spraying some little bit of Lysol in there but it's not doing anything people got some and that's like up around the ankles so you're getting some ankle sweat foot sweat ankle fungus foot fungus I don't know what you're getting but it's disgusting and the second problem is you got the hockey guys that are just there on the free skate night and they are cruising around they're doing s turns you know right through you and your wife right through you and your friends they're doing circles they're skating backwards without looking they're just trying to show off and I don't understand, but I think every single time that I've got ice skating, I've had that problem. Yeah. And it's just not fun. Like, even if you don't fall, take out all the falling where well, you're falling onto rock hard ice. Uh, it's just not a good time. Like, you, unless you're really good at ice skating and you can, you know, do that and be the annoying one, maybe it's fun for those guys. But for everybody else, if you don't know what you're doing, uh, zero out of 10 would not recommend, unless it's to somebody I don't like. That was a good pick, Blake, but I really think you pa- passed on what I had as the number two overall pick there, and I'm really glad you did. So coming back to me, I am going to recommend going back to school, you know, finishing up that degree, getting a second degree, because what could possibly be worse on this planet? I'll tell you what, man. I, uh, I'm i still going to school, and it is uh, horrendous. I- I've thought about not going, and I haven't even finished yet. That's an excellent choice. I mean, you're you're telling them to go waste a bunch of time, a bunch of money, and uh, that's, that's fantastic. I didn't even think about it. I don't think we're going to have a ton of overlap anyways, but I'm so happy you said that because it should win the whole thing. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible, you know, like, if you recommend that to somebody, I feel like that almost, like, always has to be negative. What you're saying is spend, you know, thousands of dollars, lose hundreds, if not thousands of hours and learn maybe a little bit. And in in the case of most degree paths, you know, obviously, the higher degrees, you know, know, like a doctor, a lawyer, things that are specific, I see those as good. But if you're like, you know what you need? You need a business administration degree because then you're going to administer some business. You're just recommending that they waste their time. (laughs) There, I said it. (laughs) I mean... That's great. Before we before we uh, start naming too many degrees and not offend too many people, I'll I'll say my next one. But excellent choice. School is not fun. Uh, my next one is just a little bit more personal to me. I don't think you're going to have this. It's because it's something I've been living with recently. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see behind me. There's certain spots in the walls that have been patched. And I'm just going to say, uh, painting your own house. Okay, just painting is it sounds like it would be a great idea painting yourself because it's like oh you're gonna save a bunch of money and you know it's it's not that bad it is awful and everywhere i look every day i keep seeing things that i missed and i'm like crap I gotta get the paint back out you gotta go over that guess what wouldn't happen if i had somebody else who knew what they were doing paint my house it would all be covered (laughs) it would be it would be right uh painting is awful we if you spray you have to like tape off everything and cover everything you spend more time prepping for painting than you actually do painting and it is time consuming and just not a good time at all i and i feel like it's totally applicable because a lot of times you know you go over to a friend's house and you're like wow this you just painted your house it looks so nice you're like yeah you guys should too it's a great time <laughs> and if if you're doing like one room or one wall maybe it's okay Maybe you can get away with it. But we were doing the entire house. And obviously, we haven't even hit this room yet. And I have had enough. It, <laughs> I mean, we gave up. We just, we were like, let's get everything painted and move stuff in. Well, obviously, not everything is painted. And we started moving stuff in because painting is the worst. So uh, we'll get back to it when we get back to it. Because I think my wife and I both had our fill. Good choice, Blake. That Definitely creative on that one. Definitely not on my radar. And I don't think you're going to have this next one on your radar because it is clever, my friend. This one is good. And so I am going to take with the number five pick, go buy some NFTs because I am uh, yet to really see any potential or progress or anything that seems real in in that realm. So, uh, well, now's the time you got to buy. You got to buy low because people aren't talking about it and then they're going to (laughs) come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they're actually dying, but you know, for a while there, it was all the rage to go buy yourself a digital animal that didn't really ever make any sense to me. But I actually remember a time where we were both together and there was another person there pitching us NFTs. And I was like, I just, I do not understand. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And I think you were maybe kind of the same way you might've been believing him. I don't know, but it was wild. Yeah. I'm I'm not into the, the NFTs and stuff. I mean, if I, if I want a, a picture of a of a monkey that bad, I'll just take a screenshot of it. I know it's it's the, here's the, it's like art, it's like the Van Gogh paintings are worth millions and millions of dollars. But guess what? I can find online a print of that exact same thing. I don't need to have the OG. If I want something, I'll get it from the internet uh, in one way or another, and it will be mine just the same. So oh, totally, totally be so, there. Yeah, not on my list, but definitely a creative one. With my next one, I'm going to take. Traveling to Paris. Oh, my wife is <laughs> gonna be upset. Here's you're really gonna stir yeah, people up. No, and I I know people are gonna be upset at me because people romanticize Paris. People talk about it how it's you know the city of love. You know what it really is? The city of garbage. It is the it's there's a thing. you can look this up. It's called Paris syndrome. And it's literally I actually copied and pasted it because I wanted to be able to tell you about this. It's a real thing, Paris syndrome. It's a sense of ex- extreme disappointment exhibited by individuals when visiting Paris who feel that the city was not what they had expected. This condition is commonly viewed as a severe form of severe form of culture shock. It's super common. People go to Paris and they ha- the movies make it seem like it's this romantic, wonderful place. You get there and it's awful. You know what happened in Paris? Uh, taken. That's more likely <laughs> to happen in Paris than you to I make I forgot about that. Some French lover. The <laughs> only thing that's in Paris to do you can go to a cafe and you can go to the Eiffel Tower. Guess what? The Eiffel Tower? Sure, neat. The Space Needle in Seattle is cooler than that. So go to Seattle. And then the cafes and if you want to go eat uh, fried snails or whatever. Just the food isn't that incredible. The place is I mean it's literally the detroit of france like if you want to go to france there's plenty of places to go see that are uh, beautiful and great and if you can get by the awful french people you'll be okay but french people are uh widely considered to be the the most arrogant and rude people just everywhere so you ever been to paris i'm i I gotta know i know i really sound like you have (laughs) i i refuse i will not go to paris I just hate, I hate Paris with such like a passion in my body that I, I look it up so that I can help people realize that it's so overrated if you're going to go all the way to Europe, go to Portugal, go to Spain, go to any of these other places that are way cooler. There's way more to do and see, and you're going to be a lot better off and be, if you will, I am right. People who have been to Paris, uh, will agree with me. That's crazy. I I've never even heard that before. So you may have saved me the trip, and now you know I know my wife's going to be trying to talk me into uh, going there because she wants to do a a Europe trip at some point. Oh, Europe's Uh, great. Yeah, there's just countless other places to go see. Go to Croatia. Go to. I mean, I could I could ramble on about Paris, but (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know after you blundered the European currency in the prior segment, I didn't know you had such a European you know travel knowledge. So. I'll have to come to you if I'm uh, ever planning a trip. But good pick there, Blake, I guess. I, I don't really know if that was a good pick, so I'll just say I guess. I don't think it's going to uh, be a poll winner, but uh, it is absolutely somewhere I would recommend somebody I don't like to go. So, yeah. Well, I'm have got a. I'm in between a couple for my seventh and the seventh overall pick, but I have to take something that would be, you know, the worst way I could possibly think of spending a day, and that is Going to Bath and Body Works and smelling all the soaps and scents in that in that terrible store. I can walk in there in point zero zero one seconds and have a headache, and I don't want to be anywhere near it. I don't ever want to go in there again in my entire life, even if they're gonna give me the entire store free. Even if they made me the CEO, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big uh candle guy as it is. I don't you know, I don't know if there's ever been a time where I really smell a candle and I'm like, ooh, that's lovely. You know what I want? everything to smell like this especially when you go into those places that have a million of them they all start to smell the same there's not a huge difference so i i agree with you on that i wouldn't have thought about it but uh yeah i'm, I'm not a big candle guy candles in paris go uh hand in hand let's take some of the garbage smell away <laughs> yeah paris could use some candles to burn that place down before we get in any more trouble with our wives i'll uh i'll get to my last pick and uh, i'm not gonna take this because i don't think it really fits into the draft uh, but it would fit for somebody who is not very smart, and that's waterboarding because it sounds waterboarding sounds like it would be really fun. But yeah. it sounds going like- go to the lake and get waterboarding and do some waterboarding. <laughs> to the lake, do some waterboarding. Sounds like it would be a good time until you throw a towel over their face. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think torture <laughs> would really be you know like a appropriate recommendation so i won't i won't uh pick that i wanted to throw it out there because i thought of it and i was like that clever so as long as somebody was dumb it might work but really what i'm going to say is uh riding your bike to work (laughs) didn't you do this oh yeah no i've done it i've done it (laughs) uh at every year i think it's going to be a good idea i'm like oh man you know i I have because i'm still in school i've you know summer comes around and i'm like oh hey I don't have to go to school anymore. Maybe I'll uh, ride my bike into work, save some money on gas, get my, my fitness levels up. And uh, every time it's awful. I mean, I've had multiple flat tires. <laughs> I end up just having to either ride a flat tire bike home, which uh, is not fun, or walk home with a bike. And then you slick a good doofus on the side of the road. <laughs> ride it? Especially when it's flat, like, or like when the road is level. Because, you know, we have some hills and, and whatnot here. So when it's nice and level, it's the worst because it seems like you just are really lazy because <laughs> like, it's easier to ride a bike than it is to walk and faster. So you should just do it, but it's hot. And if you, if you don't get a flat tire, might be a good, a good time. I get a flat tire. It seems like every time I go. So it's, it's never been fun for me. I've never even tried it. To be honest, I do not think I ever rode a bike to work. And, uh, I guess that represents how good of a person I am, but. I have, you know, there has been times where I've thought about it, so I appreciate you bringing that up because now instead of, you know, trying to get a bike, I'll just keep uh, polluting on my way to work every day. If you can get, like, an e-bike, there's a guy I work with who he has ridden, he has an e-bike, and he's ridden it in. I'm pretty sure he's going on, like, a year and a half now of every single day. Even in the winter? Rain or shine, snow, blizzard, Uh anything. He put a little, like, shovel head on the front of his tire. That's And so... If, if there's snow on the on the path, he just, you know, mows through it, basically. And he, he does it. He has an e-bike, and he loves it. It's all flat for him, which I think helps a lot. Maybe I'll try it again. Now that I'm living at, at this house, you know, it's a different route. There's less hills. Okay. I'll report back to you on if it's worthwhile now. But uh, every time I've tried it, I get home and I'm like, that was uh, the worst choice. <laughs> well, it seems like a good thing to recommend then. <laughs> All right, well that wraps up our bracket. We've got some amazing picks. Let us know. We we'll post us on Instagram. Let us know in the comments if we missed anything. Or if you're watching on YouTube, if you miss if we missed anything that you would recommend to somebody you don't like, we want to hear what you got. Any, any honorable mentions, real quick, Blake? Uh, no, the only other one I had was waterboarding. So uh, I had go to Jack in the Box, which is just a disgusting food place. I had work for FedEx because that is the absolute worst company and I also had to uh, do a triathlon because I thought that would be terrible. So I've I've only done one uh it's it wasn't a triathlon. I can't call it that. It was the, a high school competition and we had like a mini triathlon, but it was only like a very small fraction of a, of what a full triathlon is. It was like two laps on a track and then a few things around on a bike, very short. But I did win it. Oh, now you know, back in the glory days of high school. So My only experience with the triathlon was positive. So maybe if I lead with that and I tell them that they should do it, I do think uh, running a marathon was snubbed. I feel like we should recommend that. We already (laughs) talked about our disdain for marathons. We have. (laughs) All right. Well, those are some good picks. You got anything else for the listeners on the way out today, Blake? I do not. All right. Make sure you guys subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube. And make sure you follow us on Instagram. Share the show with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, The Morning People, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we'll catch you guys next week.